Welcome to season two of A Moon in the Dark with Ellen Blake, where we hope to connect people to God's heart through themes in Marvel movies. Bucky Barnes has been kidnapped, brainwashed, mind-controlled into a cold-blooded killer. But he used to be Steve Rogers' best friend. So what will Steve do? Bucky doesn't recognize him. Bucky doesn't know who he is. Will he leave him or will he stick with him? Today we explore what do we do when our loved one can't love us back? And furthermore, the truth about how God really, really loves us. Pull up a chair as David and I explore. If you're looking for something for your home or for a gift, look no further than Rustic Lantern. Everything from candles to furniture, even clothing, shoes, and accessories. You can get their app and you can shop online at rusticlanternco.com. David, the other day I walked out on the patio and your dad was already out there reading and it was early in the morning and he looked at me over his reading glasses. And in that moment, he was so cute. And what I was thinking of is how we're both getting older. And what I thought was, I'm with you to the end of the line. And then I sat down and I realized that's a Marvel quote. And it brings back the friendship with Bucky and Steve Rogers. And it's such a powerful theme in, in uh, what's the movie? Captain America, Winter Soldier. Which is your favorite. It is. It's one of my favorites for sure. It's incredible, the emotion behind that line, because they take us, they do a flashback to a time that's even before the beginning of Captain America First Avenger, a flashback between Bucky and Steve. And I I never, you know, in my mind it was there, and I thought, I don't think it's in the first movie. And we, we looked back, and it's not in the first movie. Tell us what happens. The movie is Captain America Winter Soldier. And... Captain America is about to go fight this big battle at the very end of the movie. And he's standing on this bridge, and he flashes back to this time before World War II, before he was enlisted into the military. And both his parents are dead at this point. Bucky is with him, and he's, like, offering him... Like, he's being really a good friend and being very hospitable to him. And Steve Rogers says, I can make it on my own. And... Bucky says, the thing is, you don't have to. I'm with you to the end of the line, pal. Which is a really powerful thing. The flashlight, flashback cuts off, and he's kind of back on the bridge. The Falcon shows up, and he's, he's talking to Steve Rogers, and he's talking about Bucky, and he says, Bucky might not be the kind you save. He might be the kind you have to stop. And Steve Rogers, thinking about all of the friendship that he's had with Bucky, and says, I don't think I can do that. And Falcon says he might not give you the choice, and because he doesn't know he you. doesn't know who you are, right? And Steve Rogers says he will. So when you go back, you know, very very to the movie, last scene almost, Captain America has kind of been fighting Bucky for a little bit, trying to save the world pretty much, um, and Bucky's trying to stop him because he's, you know, being mind controlled, and so after. Captain America finishes his mission of saving the world. He tells Bucky, I'm not going to fight you. Like, you're my friend. And then Bucky replies, no, you're my mission. And so, you know, Captain America just lets him punch, lets Bucky punch him. He drops his shield into the water and he just surrenders pretty much and says, then finish it. Finish the mission because I'm with you to the end of the line. And Bucky just stops right there. 
and doesn't punch him a single time more. Hmm. It's, it brings me chills to think about. It's such a powerful scene. It's hard to watch for me to watch a man just brutally punch another man over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. <laughs> uh, he's totally laying down his life for his friend. I mean, <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind mm-hmm. is greater love has no man than this, but he lays down his life for his friend. And that points us to Christ laying down his life for us. But it's so powerful. He will not fight him, even though he's about to be killed. And it's, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. It is. And so what's really cool is that like it, it worked, really. Um, and Bucky does realize who he is and who Steve is. Um, and he doesn't punch me more. They kind of like, you know, dramatic mu- music, like slow motion fall. And the ship like explodes and it shows Steve falling into the water and he's unconscious and he's going to drown. And then it shows a scene of Bucky walking out of the water, holding Steve Rogers and just kind of lays on the bank and just walks off. Mm. So it's obvious um, at that moment that Bucky realizes who he is um, and what Steve did for him. At least enough to drag him out of the That's water. True. You know, it's it's kind of unclear. But it, Bucky's it, completely mind controlled at this point. He comes out of it later, and the story goes on. But the main thing that I sat there that morning on the patio thinking about are all of the examples. What do we do when our loved one can't love us back? Bucky mm-hmm. couldn't love Steve back. He was completely being taken over by a mind control situation. So, so many people that I've read about or heard about or know have situations in their life where their loved one has dementia or Alzheimer's and they lay down their life for them. There are two. I've got to mention Jack Eccles was from this article. I read a blog about it. You did. In the middle of 2020, well, in March, his wife had Alzheimer's. She really didn't recognize him, was completely you know, in the late stages, couldn't really eat. He went to see her every single day, and one day they told him he couldn't come in. So the next day he brought his bags, and he just checked in to an assisted living room, one room, and there was a blank wall, a brick wall as his view. They wouldn't let him outside. He couldn't walk around. This is because of COVID, right? Yes, because of COVID. They completely locked down this nursing home. And so he checked in. He gave up all of his freedom for his wife. Who didn't recognize him and couldn't, like, love him back. That's so crazy. I mean, so years ago, I I read about Robertson McQuilkin, who gave up his position as a college president to stay home to care for his wife at home who had Alzheimer's. Wow. And he did everything for her. Those are two examples, but there are other things. At the beginning of life, I've known people, and a a famous example is Angie Smith, who wrote a book called I Will Carry You, when she and her husband realized that her baby girl would not, I think they said, is not compatible with life. Wow. And she said she she just made the decision to carry her, and she met her. She was born, and she lived for about two and a half hours. And Angie wrote a blog and wrote a book about it, and now she's a speaker, and she's incredible. So inspiring. But there are other parents who whose child is in prison, or maybe they've had a head injury and they they can't do anything, or maybe they are born with a special need. And 
They care for that child day in and day out. And I just see this as a picture of God's love for us. And He loves us so much. And He says that no matter what you do, I will never leave you or forsake you. God is saying to us, I'm with you to the end of the line. Yes. And we can say that to each other. When we make mistakes, we can say, I'm with you to the end of the line. I'm not giving up on you. And I hope I've conveyed that to my kids over the years. That, you know, if you are unable to speak and I have to change your diapers when you are older for some reason, I will still love you. It's not about performing or being perfect or um, getting everything right because no one gets it right. And God says that to us. So quickly, I just want to say, Moses said to Joshua what God was saying. Joshua 1, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He's with us to the end of the line. Yeah. And then the writer of Hebrews reminds us of that same thing. In Hebrews 13, God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? God is with us to the end of the line. His love is like that picture of love from Steve to Bucky. Bucky was a strong one in the beginning. He was. Yeah. And so I think one thing that's super significant is that Bucky was able to live a different life seeing the love that Steve gave him. And we also are able to live a new life seeing the love that God has showed us, Mm. which is big. It is big. Wow. Thanks, David, for this conversation. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Jesus is with us to the end of the line. He's coming back for us. And in the meantime, he promises us his love and his peace. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. And John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So let's take his love today and his peace today. So I leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.